from electronic fuel injection to the power sports toys that fuel your weekends, join Walbro each month for Talk and Shop as we discuss all the machines that make life better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk and Shop with Walbro. I am your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the podcast. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome Christopher Quick, the executive vice president of Walbro and the president of Aftermarket there as well. Christopher, thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast. Well, thank you, Taylor. I'm, I'm looking forward to our discussion. I am as well. And, and today we're going to talk about some evolutions in the life of Walbro and breathing new life into business units um, and helping to serve the brand and also clients very well. And so we're going to dive into all of those things. But first and foremost, you know, we're still new into 2021, still uh, kind of shaking off some of the rest of 2020, I suppose. And so what lessons did Walbro learn as a company that you're looking to apply moving forward, uh, just given everything that went on in 2020? Um, what sorts of things stood out to you specifically, Christopher? that you want to apply as we move into 2021? Yeah, I think um, that's a very good question. I, you know, it was a very uh, dynamic year. We started out really strong and then the brakes got put on. It started in China. We had to shut down a plant, but we took a lot of lessons learned from that plant in terms of protecting our, our, our you know, most important resource, our people, and applied that across as best practices and, uh, you know, making sure that we were protecting our team. Uh, you know, and then we dove into really basically trying to survive, you know, when the, when the demand dropped out, uh, you know, we, we worked hard uh, to manage our cash, uh, put the brakes on, you know, spending. Uh, we did all those initiatives. I think we came out very strong and then the demand came back and uh, we've been going like crazy since. And uh, the demand is just, we can't even keep up. We're seven days a week, uh, 24 hours a day. You know, the thing that we worry about at present is you know making sure we're not burning out our employees right so uh that that's a big big issue we're concerned about we're trying to just you know maximize our throughput and satisfy our customers so you know we're hoping that we can get kind of some stabilization we've put some extra uh, measures in place to increase throughput so it's not as burdensome on our people and uh, so it's just really trying to just figure out how how do we just maximize our throughput you know, we've had a lot of supply cha challenges too, supply chain challenges, I should say. Uh, we've worked through those and, you know, they come at you fast and furious. So, you know, I think our, our adaptation to managing through those, that was a big lesson. We, we, we were pretty swift at it. We have a, you know, a, a weekly COVID call. Um, we track all of the uh, issues and we, the senior management jumps in to help where, where the team needs. So, I think, you know, we're seeing some pretty strong demand for the first half. Um, every time we go through a PSYOP cycle, uh, we see it keep pushing out. We're starting to see spillover into third quarter now. Uh, we don't see anything really letting up in the near term. So, yeah, so it's been a, you know, it's a good business to be in uh, with all the stay at home. There's a different uh, behavior and consumer spend now. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's driving our markets pretty heavy. Yeah, that, that absolutely makes sense, just uh, given what we saw in 2021 and how we saw maybe consumers have some different habits in terms of what they were doing, the uh, the activities they were taking on, and that sort of thing. So, you know, you mentioned just some of the ways that you uh, remained nimble and efficient and uh, adapted to what the market was uh, was showing you in 2020. Are, are you looking at restructuring and, and, you know, kind of redeploying people in different ways to make sure that you keep that efficiency and keep that adaptability that you showed throughout 2020 as we move into 2021? 
uh, we've taken a, a view and we've been thinking about restructuring our company. We were a matrix organization. Uh, and uh, so last quarter of the year, we kind of were looking at reshaping our business to get more focus mm-hmm. and have specific teams uh, within three business units. We have three distinct business units now, one being our fuel systems uh, business, which uh, Mike Coyle is now heading up. Uh, our engine management uh, business that's under uh, Jerry Kibbe now. And we really didn't have a uh, succinct strategy and, and uh, overseer of our business unit with the aftermarket group. So what uh, what I did is I worked, uh, you know, I guess in advance for the last quarter, kind of putting a, a vision and strategy together. We highlighted a team uh, and restructured. We added resources into our group. Um, just so we can start focusing, you know, for that very reason, focusing on how can we improve our overall sales performance, our execution, adding technical team members to that staff. Um, we, we took the core team, which is a great team. I'm just so blessed with the team members we have. But, you know, just putting pulling all that all together and having a very distinct vision strategy and and all the execution tools that we've rolled out first january so it's been fast and furious i think the team's excited where we're going we're engaging our customers uh you know one of my uh, i guess my basic beliefs is uh, you know reaching out to the voice of the customer understanding their needs uh, and making sure we're prioritizing uh the products that we're bringing to market that there's going to be the demand and we're helping the consumers get their products up and running fast and furious. So what are some of those specific areas you're looking to develop and grow within the aftermarket product group? Are, are there certain things that, that stand out to you as areas that you want to focus on? Absolutely. I think in our core business, we, we've been very um, focused on, you know, we had a pretty significant market share in the, the lawn and garden space, and especially in handheld products. That's where our, let's say, our legacy products fell, and that was the focus, and, and, the, and the team was doing a good job uh, managing through that and sustaining our business. What I felt is that there's a lot of opportunities that we've left on the table. Uh, we've got a great brand. We've got, uh, you know, a great quality. We have a great product portfolio that we really haven't focused on getting it out into the after, aftermarket realm. And uh, so one area would be power sports. We're really going to put some emphasis into power sports. Mm-hmm. We're going to put some emphasis into even um, the marine segment. Also, we're going to kind of look at the auto segment, too, to see where we can uh, adapt some of our core technologies, um, you know, and provide offerings to that market. There is shortages in that market. We're getting feedback from our customers. Um, so we're looking at all those avenues. And I would also tell you, even in our core business, I think there's opportunities where there's big gaps of our customers, not, you know, our dealers, our distributors, not getting product to support their consumer base. So we're looking at uh, fast tracking and prioritizing those needs and bringing those to market, even our core business. So there's a lot of opportunities here. It's just a matter, what do we prioritize? What's the voice of the customer? and following through with very you know stringent tracking measures and accountability to rolling out these strategic initiatives you know, and you mentioned that the voice of the customer just then and, and customer experience and, and how customers interact with your brand has, you know, been a big topic of conversation uh, for a while now. And, and that's something we, we hear a lot of talk about these days. How are you looking to evolve and improve the customer buying experience and the way that customers interact with Walbro a, as a brand? 
again a very great great question we we're uh, we're actually in the midst of last year even in the last quarter we identified an improvement in our customer buying experience um, so we're launching a new platform uh, based on salesforce that has easy part lookup uh, it makes it just overall easier for our customers our b2b businesses and and expanding mm -hmm. our b2c um, you know, making it easy for our, our uh, you know, online customers. We're growing that market channel. Um, just making it much easier for, for our customers to, to buy products from us and find the products they need. And, uh, yeah, so we're doing all that uh, in conjunction with some of the new product launches. And, you know, another thing we need to do uh, and put some energy into is really increasing our marketing uh, effort. You know, we'll be doing a lot more of that uh, as we start releasing new products, really cascading that and blasting it out to the to the industry so they so they, there's an awareness that these parts are available and uh, making them uh, available on our new buying customer buying platform. So one of the things that, uh, that that stood out to me, Christopher, is just that you have a lot of experience in this area of going into a department and drastically um, expanding and rapidly growing the business in that department. Um, that's something you've done multiple times uh, in your time at Walbro. So when you do that, when you when you have these types of situations where you're looking at how can we grow this aspect of the business, how can we improve, what areas can we focus on, what types of principles and and um, and I guess values do you carry in? to those situations that you feel like have served you have served you well and guided you throughout those processes well it's about um, there, <laughs> you know i've uh, i've been blessed to have a lot of opportunities through my career and, and you know and, 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 and first of all it starts with the right people right that's the most important I, i've mentioned that already once having the right people on on your team you know uh, if if you follow the good to great book it's having the right people on the bus the right seats of the bus I think that's that's a starting foundation. I'm also a firm believer in having a vision and strategy from a leadership perspective, uh, making sure you get buy-in uh, from the team. I think culture, uh, I'm huge on culture and uh, pulling the team together to build a winning team. I think it's all about getting them excited. We, you know, I started the initial rollout with a vision strategy, a flywheel, you know, that I got buy-in from the team and, and you know, it's, uh, it's you know, the flywheels are closed loop and you get that flywheel moving, you get some wins on the board, it just grows and it gets faster and faster and it's a win-win strategy. Mm. I've also implemented with the team a strategic initiatives, you know, that we all are aligned on the same goals and objectives and we've got very clear uh, line of sight and a path with uh, people's names and ownership and accountability to make sure we're delivering. And we have, you know, a couple, three meetings a week right now just to get the dynamics going. And um, yeah, so I think it's about that. Um, as I mentioned, very essential, putting the customer first. Customer focus is part of your culture and making sure that you have products, you know, that meet, you know, the demand and the voice of the customer. And I've, I've already, uh, since being in this post since, January, um, beginning of January, we've already had five interactive Zoom meetings with customers and, and, and rolled out the same strategy, brought awareness of some of the products we're bringing to market. And I've asked them uh, to feed us back in a couple of weeks from the calls and we'll follow back up with them on, on what their priorities are to make it sure it aligns with where we're heading. And, um, you know, and especially as we, we might have 50 parts, 50 products, 
that we've got in the pipeline, but I want to make sure that as we prioritize those, they align with the voice of the customer. I think these are some of the foundations of where we're heading with this group. And I think the team's pretty excited about where we're heading. You know, and you mentioned uh, earlier on in the conversation, just the importance of, you know, making sure that, that your team is taken care of and that the customer is taken care of as well. And during this time, there, there are some unique challenges posed by that, right? With uh, a lot of Zoom calls and a lot of video calls. How are you uh, making sure that you're still building that strong company culture and that strong um, team mentality within your group that's going to allow you to have success, even though, you know, there are some limitations placed on, you know, what we're able to do these days? Well, I mean, it's a work in progress. I, I would say there's there's four, you know some key pillars. Um, there's the front end of our presentation that talks about our flywheel, our, our high level strategy, where we're heading, um, uh, the culture that we're trying to cultivate. So there was four pages in the lead into that strategy. I've asked everybody that they print those off. They're always in front of them, and I constantly refer to them. I think keeping consistent with expectations. Uh, and making sure we're all on the same mission, keeping that tight, keeping it tied, keep it front and center. So we constantly review on that. Now, I would tell you, we've had a lot of business Zoom meetings, and uh, I'm about to launch a social um, a Zoom network that we just talk to each other, get to know each other better. You know, everybody tells a little story. So it'll be more of a social event. I think it's important because one of my, my cultural factors is we got to have fun. You got to have fun. This can't be just strictly business and constantly, you know, pushing accountability. It's got to be fun in the midst of that. So we're going to start trying to get a little more creative, but that's our first, I think next week is our first social outing via Zoom. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. We're, we're going to just, you know, and I'll get ideas from the team on what they want to do. And there's some things I've got in my mind. I don't want to, you know, dis disclose here because I want some surprises coming down the chute. So, but, you know, we got to keep it fun. You got to keep it light. You got to keep, uh, you know, you got to build that bond across the complete team. So we'll, we'll put some energy into that. I think that and also looking at skill sets and training, making sure our team's sharpening their skills. Um, we're looking at that. Where, where do we have some gaps? Um, you know, how do we, um, you know, uh, shore that up, let's say, and, and continually hone our team's skills. Now, I would tell you as part of our culture, even though uh, not all team members need to be on these calls, they are on our calls right now because I want them all to learn, create a learning environment uh, and gain their insights too, right? Because there's a lot of good ideas. So, you know, we've got them on the call. We're all learning the business together and understanding where we're going together. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. And again, I would say that I think the team's pretty excited as well. Well, I think it's an exciting direction you're taking things in, and uh, I'm excited to see where Walbro goes in 2021. It has been uh, a wild ride so far, uh, but I'm excited to see the growth continue and uh, and the vision that you've laid out come to fruition. And so Christopher Quick, Executive Vice President of Walbro and President of the Aftermarket Product Group. Christopher, thank you so much for joining me here today on Talk and Shop. Thank you so much for letting us uh, you know, share that and uh, have a great day and stay safe. 
Thanks, you too, as well. And same to all of you out there, our listeners. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the show. We appreciate it very much. Of course, we have previous episodes of the podcast, so if you missed any, make sure to go back and check out those episodes. Uh, we've have uh, we've had a lot of episodes right as the uh, the turn of the year has rolled around on some things we're expecting to see in 2021, some big trends and that sort of thing. So you don't want to miss those episodes. And of course, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, make sure to stay up to date with all things Walbro by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts these days. And of course, we'll be back soon with new episodes of the show. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening.